fullback belly. Three tight ends, including Haydner. Kuhn is the fullback with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Final Brought to you by the good people at the Roto Street Journal, paving your way to fantasy glory, acting as your lead blocker to fantasy excellence. It's opening day, people. And it's not just one of these opening days. We're not we're not looking at like the commanders and the giants, something like that. Oh, we got our we got a real down and dirty football game. And since this is a fantasy show, I, I mean we got we it's just dripping with significant fantasy players. I'm so oh, yeah. excited for this. I know I'm not the only one, even not the only one on this stream right now. Uh, that's excited about this. I'm your host, Nat the Truth Jones. With me, as always, the Wolf of Roto Street himself, getting ready for the Bills to visit the Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams. You excited as I am? Maybe more? Couldn't be more jacked up, Truth. I am so pumped. Before we even get logged in, 15 questions before we even go live. You love to see that. The people waiting, the people ready. People ready to get tailgating with us. I am so fucking pumped. I mean, I honestly think this is a preview of the Super Bowl this year. I honestly think the season will be bookended by this as our opening matchup. This will be the, the matchup that closes us out when we get to February as well. So I cannot wait. Obviously, the fantasy goodness, as you said, too. Man, I can't fucking – let's just go. Let's go. It's it's funny that your choice – Rams-Bills was my choice last year before week mm-hmm. one. And and remember, I mean, the Bills looked like they were going to advance. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I would have liked them to beat the Bengals had they managed to beat the Chiefs. Um, I'm running it back. Same yeah. teams, so uh, we're actually well, aligned on this. up, baby. <laughs> we're gonna, you know, we're gonna learn a lot. Man, we learned so much in week one of fantasy, and we're gonna learn a lot of, uh, about this game, like about these players and stuff. But this one's just gonna be fun. I cannot I wait. And as we can see, the mailbag's already growing. So I say we dive right in. As Let's you guys go. know, this is our preview show. The lifeblood of it is your sit start questions. We try to save at least half the time. A nice solid forty five to an hour to hit those questions. Make sure we get all your sit start decisions in. Of course, Thursday night football decisions, you need to get those in for sure. But we'll preview the game real quick so you can kind of get a little taste of who we're in on, who we're feeling. Maybe a little props if you're feeling that. We'll hit always the news, the trainer room. There's tons of stuff. I mean, today, hamstring injury for Rondale Moore, Michael Gallup practicing in full. The news just doesn't stop. It's hard. It's only week one, and already it's insane. Kittle maybe out, so we got to preview that real quick. We'll hit a quick sponsor. I'm so pumped to introduce a new sponsor to the show, No House Advantage. We got Super Chats already coming in. A great way to jump to the front as well. Love to see it, baby. We are all in higher, lower, Hail Mary, all that good stuff. But, yeah, what do we got for the Super Chat, Truth? Right. Before we get into the show. $4.99 uh, from Charlie. Feels good to be back, baby. Love it. <laughs> Not even a question, just shouting us Thanks. out. Thanks. It's great Glad to be back. Man. Welcome right, back. Gonna- it's great to have you back. We're pumped to be back. Let's get on and on. All right. We're going to get into some of the players of significance uh, in today's game. And I'll start it off. Matt Stafford's elbow. He's got no limitations. And that's a direct quote from somebody heading into the season. Obviously, I believe that when the the talk of his elbow, he had a procedure in the offseason. The talk of his elbow came out. That's when the line in this game went a little bit. It was kind of a pick them. And now it's like the Bills uh, minus two and a half, something like that. Uh, But anyway, they say he's good to go. He can make every throw. And I'm going to fire him up as if that's the case. He's going to be getting shots into the elbow. You can't really feel good about that. And it's also like, 
how is it legal for him to get painkillers injected into his elbow? And then DeAndre Hopkins has like a light tranquilizer and he's suddenly gone for six. I don't know. Whatever. Fantasy-wise, I'm just firing him up as always. He's in my top 12 quarterbacks for the week. You'd have to have a very good option to be benching Matthew Stafford. And especially, this is promising news for all the weapons, Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, our boy. I cannot wait to see these guys light it up together. I'm thinking two at least touchdowns, maybe three, plus 300 yards for Stafford tonight. I agree with that stat line. I'm so excited. We're going to see, uh, I mean, so many players, like Allen Robinson and Gabe Davis on the same field, who have just, they've been the guys we've just been riding, like, for months. And we're just exactly. going to see them both. I mean, before we even get into more news truth, like, this is a 51 and a half over under, two and a half, as you mentioned, the spread there, uh, Rams underdogs at home. Who do you think is winning it, and who would you put your money on if you had to bet it? I'd probably put my money on the Rams, uh, just the two and a half. I, I probably, I mean, you know, to me, this is like, I don't know who's going to win. I mean, the Bills are amazing. What were they, like 11 and six last year? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, the, the Bills are everyone's favorite. It seems like I kind of feel like the Rams being a tiny bit disrespected here. I'd probably bet the Rams and I'd probably bet the under, even though I'd, I would rather bet the over. <laughs> See, I'm going Bills. They were at 10 and 7 covering the spread last year. Uh, they were just money on the road all last year. And Los Angeles was bottom, you know, under 50% against the spread last year, too. So, yes, I know under, you know, a little disrespect at home, but I think it's warranted because I think the Bills just come out firing. I do want to smash that over. I know that, you know, Los Angeles actually hit the under at home at nearly 60% clip. So I, I, you know, unders the baby, the smart play, but I just think this is going to be, nah, you want, you want to pull for points. How could, how could you bet the under on a night? I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't have a bet on it. I'm just saying I, I'll bet the under probably hits, but, I mean, <laughs> Good. but the over is much more fun to bet. Obviously. Fireworks show. Absolutely. And as we get into the rest of the news, we'll hit Isaac McKenzie sec, but that thumbs up button does continue to help us to grow down to just pump that real quick as we get into this. And if you're listening to the podcast, obviously this is the day after. So you can hear if we sound like complete morons. In our I mean, one of us is going to be wrong about that pick. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so it's, it's great. You know, after the fact too, don't fast forward the segment, hear how either right or wrong. We both are as we now dive into McKenzie, who's a full yeah. participant in Tuesday's practice. Now truth. He's one of my favorite sleepers of the year. Oh, I know. I'm not firing him up quite yet, though. This is a great tryout week. Let's see how he looks. Is he truly the number three slot receiver on this team? If he plays every snap tonight, you know you've got yourself an absolute stud. But truth, are you going to put him in any lineups? What are your thoughts? No, although I do have him stashed on the bench in both of my leagues. Yeah, 100%. He's also only 2,400 on the showdown slate on DraftKings tonight. I'm locking him into all my lineups. On that case, I could easily see 570. Maybe he finds himself into the end zone. But, man, what's your prediction on our boys? Because you know this is one of the ultimate just right off the bat. We've been hammering Allen Robinson, Gabe Davis, rounds three, four. Just those are our guys this year, I feel like. We they are our guys. More in on anybody else. Do you think they're just going to step right out and show why tonight? Yes. hundred <laughs> percent. And you got the – Not a hundred percent, but, yeah, I, I think like uh, Gabe – Gabe Davis to score a touchdown is a great bet. I saw the the odds on that. It was I forget what it was, but I was like, yeah, man, I should put something on that. He's going for two, a hundred percent. I think Gabe Davis is smashing that. You probably have Diggs being trailed by Jalen Ramsey for a lot of this game, and I, don't, I think Diggs can still do plenty of work against Ramsey. I'm not worried there, but I think Davis against their secondary, their their secondary corners are just atrocious. They got destroyed by wide receiver twos all last year. I am so pumped to see what Davis does. Plus, you got Notre Davis White. I know the Bills, they let up the fewest points to wide receivers last year, but Notre Davis White is a big hit 
as he still recovers from his surgery in the offseason. So I think both our boys are having big nights tonight, showing us why we're all in on them. I have them both in my showdown slate, uh, previewing that. Josh Allen's my captain. I have Davis. I have Allen Robinson. I'm kind of fading the big receivers and then tossing Stafford in there as well. So no cup or digs in there, but kind of loaded from top to bottom with Allen at the captain, McKenzie rounding it out. The last guy I'd shout out in this game, and this is going to be sickening, but this is a play just for like the waiver wire churners. This is how you get an edge on your league. You can't do this in ESPN because if you drop, if you pick somebody up, even if they're on their bench, they play, they're locked. You can't drop them. But in Yahoo, Sleeper, a lot of leagues you can pick guys up and then cut them right off your bench so they don't do anything. So I love to try people out, right? Like, why have a kicker tonight if you can give someone a tryout? Either Zach Moss or Kyron Williams, Moss being my preferred option. Hideous, I know. But let's say he falls into the end zone twice. Let's say Singletary comes up limping at some point tonight. Zach Moss could have some real huge value coming into the season. So I would cut my kicker tonight. I would stash him, assuming that you can then drop him later on if he does nothing. Because 90%, 95% chance he does Zach Jack shit here. But ultimately, why not see what he does? Because it could be a huge play. And I do that all the time. Sunday night, if there's a, a handcuff running back, pick him up. Drop a bench guy that sucks. You know, something of that nature. The way to yeah. wire churn, as long as your league allows it. So just want to toss that little tidbit out there for you. Yeah, I actually think that's very, very smart thinking. It's stupid that ESPN won't let you do that. Um, yeah. Rams coach Sean McVay said that the team is taking it a day at a time with Van Jefferson. He's got a knee issue. However, CBS's Josina Anderson has reported that he is going to miss multiple games. So obviously you won't be seeing him tonight. Uh, probably won't be seeing him for a little while. No big deal. It's just more for Cooper Cup, right. more for Allen Robinson. Maybe a third steps up. It could again. We're talking like showdown slate. No one you'd ever use in fantasy football. Maybe Tutu Atwell at $1,000 is the deep threat that goes and breaks the slate tonight. Ben Skoranek is the other receiver that's vying for that. So really just DraftKings punt plays is all that matters here. You're not picking any of those guys up and starting them in leagues, but keep an eye on it. And why? Maybe maybe you can stash Van Jefferson in the, the IR, but otherwise, I don't see why he's over like Jahan Dotson, who's 22% rostered or things of that nature. No way. I will not be stashing Van Jefferson in my IR spot. What's the biggest stat line you see tonight? Like what's the, you're going to predict a stat line that you're just most excited to see. What is it? That I'm most excited to see? Like, like who do I want? I'd be lying if I said it wasn't probably the Allen Davis stack between yeah. them. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm really excited. But, I mean, look, I'm, I'm a guy who owned Co- Cooper Cup last year, and he's just amazing to watch play. I know we love A-Rob, but, I mean, if you told me Cooper Cup's going to have 170 yards and two touchdowns, <laughs> it's not like I'd be totally shocked by that. I could see – I think it's going to be Cup getting right around 130 yards – but A-Rob putting in two scores tonight, Gabe Davis going for a touchdown or two. Like I, It's going to be a points bonanza. I am so excited. You remember that like Chiefs Monday night game like a few years back? Of course I did. It was just so you much mean the Chiefs, the Chiefs Rams game? Yes, exactly. And just matchups were decided. You might have had a 60-point edge and then Tyreek Hill put up 50 on you type of thing. Like It was just insanity. I think that's what we're getting tonight. I really hope so. I, what I really hope is uh, we've talked about this phenomenon before where you're really, really, really excited to see a movie or something like really excited and you just overhype it in your mind so much. And then you see it and it was like pretty and it was pretty good, but it wasn't like the best movie you'd ever seen. And you yeah. leave it. And you're a little bit disappointed. I, I, I'm I know we've built this thing way up. I know. <laughs> I, no, we're just like really excited about it now. So I hope I hope it lives up or at least comes close to living up. Right. It could go the opposite way where it was. 
the playoff game, Chiefs versus the Bills. What if it's like and it was so hyped six. up and it exceeded every Yeah, it was it was game. like the best football game. I don't think we, that's the best I've ever watched. I don't think we get that level, but man, it could, no. it could be damn close. I think the highest over under on a Thursday night game hit like 78. What if they go for it, baby? Who knows? I can't wait, though. I'm so excited. Uh, let us know if you have any Thursday night football. We already have 30 questions. Yeah, we have tons of questions. So let's, let's, let's so move on with week one. We'll news. move on, baby. But, man, hopefully you guys are as fired up as us because uh, holy oh, hell. They, I can't they are. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Jets head coach Robert Sala has said that Zach Wilson, he of the knee problems and fornicating with your mom problems, <laughs> will miss the at least the season's first four weeks. Uh, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport uh, suggests that Joe Flacco is going to be the week one starter against the Ravens. Super Bowl champion quarterback starting for the Jets. All right. And revenge game now. And revenge game. You know what? I actually am way more excited about the fantasy prospects for the Jets with Joe Flacco under center. I'm not playing Big game, Joe. We know that. But Eli Moore actually averaged nearly 20 fantasy points per game when he had Flacco at quarterback compared to under eight points per game with uh, with Zach Wilson. So I am much more interested in Elijah Moore, 5,100 on DraftKings this week. Certainly a viable receiver play this week as well with Flacco under center, which is just sickening as the Jets franchise that you'd rather have Flacco for your prospects than Zach Wilson. But, man, it actually rises the ceiling. I still think the Ravens make one of the top three defensive plays of the week because we could probably see three, maybe four turnovers from Flacco too. From – yeah, I echo everything you said. I've <laughs> the Jets are going to get the shit kicked out of them. And by the way, I've, I've been off. I've been on the the off the Jets bandwagon. You know, as you know, since before time. Who the hell's on the Jets bandwagon? Right, you, we picked a we picked a best ball team where we stacked a bunch of Jets. They were cheap as hell. <laughs> For a reason. They were re- yeah. they were priced exactly what they're worth. Moving forward to another shit quarterback, Mitch Trubisky is the week one starter against the Bengals. It's just a matter of time. I could honestly see him being as early as this week that Kenny Pickett takes this job over. But, hey, we've seen Mitch have some big games. I'm hoping for a shootout atmosphere between these two teams. But if it's not, it means Kenny Pickett's that much closer to be the starter. It's a matter of when, not if. Uh, so I cannot wait to see that day when he takes over. He looks so damn good in the preseason. Uh, T. Higgins, Bengals wide receiver. Not a doctor, by the way. But anyway, he said that Joe Burrow, who is recovering from an uh, appendix issue, had an appendectomy, as a matter of fact, looks all the way back to full strength on Monday. Again, Higgins, not a medical doctor, not officially, but, you know, he says Burrow passes the eye test. Thanks, Dr. T. And the Steelers, you always think of the steel curtain and the scary defense. They're a bad defense. They were a horrible secondary all last year. They honestly lost players, too. I could see Burrow just whipping it out for 350, like three touchdowns. Chase Higgins just going nuts. Like, love their price tags on DraftKings. That's a great double stack, in my opinion. Very affordable. 7,100 for Chase. Unbelievable price tag. So, yeah, all in. Joe Burrow is tough as shit, by the way. Like, if he's the type of guy that, you know, his appendix uh, scar could burst and he'd just be bleeding all over his uniform and he'd be holding holding it shut with one hand and passing with the other. His entrails could be fucking drained out of him and he'd just be (laughs) running back onto the field. I fucking love Burrow. Damian Pierce listed as the number one running back. This is just more formality than anything. We've clearly known this as early as week two of the preseason when he didn't even play. But it's great to see his coach come out and say, I'm super excited about it. Like finally giving him the ringing endorsement we've just been sitting here and waiting for. Now the question is, is it a three-down roll? Because he's certainly capable of this. 
or is sexy Rexy or really unsexy Rex going right. to siphon off that third down work? Cause that's going to be big. Cause we know the Texans are going to suck. We know they're going to need to chuck. Who's the one in on third downs. It could be Pierce. He's got the skills. He's fine as a pass protector too. If he has a three down role, fire him up. Like he's the type of guy truth. Can't you see like lights it up this week and every week from here on out, it's like a top 15, top 12 running back even and the rankings. That's the type of guy he feels like. Now, he's another one I'm super, super excited about. And there's a long list. Obviously, the I'm, I'm glad the Texans aren't playing tonight. But yeah. <laughs> I, I assure you that I'll be eager every time he pops up on red zone. Absolutely. Now, Rashad White, who has always been one of your sexy dollar stabs in the All auction, been one guy said the last, he has officially been declared the number two running back in the depth chart for the Buccaneers. If you were curious who three and four are, I mean, well, first of all, I can't imagine why you would be, but I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> Keyshawn Vaughn is third. Gio Bernard listed as number four. So, you know, you said the the thing about uh, Pickett, whatever, or, uh, was a formality. I kind of feel like this with White is a formality also. He's backing up Lenny. Yeah, and there's a lot of recent reports coming out. They really want to lighten Fournette's load after he was hovering around 80% of the snaps, saw the third most targets among running backs last year. What a great way to lighten it with the number one pass catching back in college football last year. Ranks alongside like McCaffrey and Kamara in terms of his receiving efficiency. Can't wait to see this guy play. Hopefully you listened to our advice and stabbed him everywhere. Yeah, I'm so glad, by the way, that I have Lenny Fournette on both of my teams since they're lightening his load. <laughs> that fat boy got to get a load lightened. Uh, he'll still be okay. He'll still get a bunch of touchdowns. I think it's going to ease in Rashad White. I wouldn't expect a major week one smashing, but by mid-year, this could be more of a committee than a lot of people think. Looking at Great. the Ravens now, uh, J.K. Dobbins limited in Thursday's practice. Status will be decided tomorrow. So if you're listening to the podcast, you may already know this. My guess is they're going to sit him. I think they're going to rest it because they're facing the Jets. What's the point in rushing this guy out here? Mike Davis and Kenyon Drake, assuming that Dobbins is out, could be very viable streamers. Now, we're only in week one. Do you really need a running back streamer at this point? I hope to God not. But maybe you did go zero running back. You're kind of starting just dart throws already. This is a good dart throw. Like, this is a viable – one of those guys could score two touchdowns. I could easily see a Ravens running back finishing inside the top 15 this week. I like their DraftKings prices. Both of those guys as cheap punts. Again, assuming Dobbins is out. They said it's going to be a hot-hand approach. I imagine Davis, who played all the week one starter snaps with those guys, uh, could be the first man up. But I also don't know that he's going to get the hot hand. I like Drake. Greg Roman was praising Drake today in their press conference. So if I had one or the other – I think I go Drake just because he also has some pass catching upside, even though we know Lombard doesn't throw his backs. I think I lean Drake, although Davis does feel like two touchdown like Davis Day doesn't wouldn't shock me either. I don't know. Do you have a leaning between these guys? Not really. I mean, I guess that I, I mean I assume that Dobbins is not playing, and I, I, I guess I would probably lean towards Davis if I had to. But the, yeah, probably the first crack at it. Probably yeah. score a touchdown. That's what I think. I mean, I think he's not a bad fantasy play this week. I really don't. He's playing the freaking Jets. Yeah, worst anyway. run beat. Most points to running backs last year. Didn't really get much better, at least. They got better in the secondary, not in the front seven. <laughs> Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni said his concern level for Miles Sanders' hamstring injury is, quote-unquote, not high. Um, <laughs> we don't have to spend too much time on this unless you just have something funny to say. No, I don't. But didn't say You texted me today, like, let's kick it off today because Sanders said he's ready to yeah, go. Yeah, Sanders says he's ready. Woo! Nah, I'm not touching this backfield. It might be a four-headed nightmare now. Trey Sermon's there. Not that he's any good either. <laughs> No, the guy that they what is the point of Miles Sanders? They ran the ball more than any team last year, and he still did not find the end zone. Nothing. It's a Detroit matchup, so 
I guess you could justify the matchup play. Last time they faced Detroit, they ran it 44 fucking times. So somebody will probably do something here in the backfield. It's just a nightmare to figure out. I'm out on it. Watch Miles Sanders Sanders score like three touchdowns and just cram it up our ass. (laughs) That that would be exactly what happens, though, right? You talk about regression. It would just come and slap us in the face. Like Remember when uh, when David Montgomery all of a sudden became really good after we'd been just trashing him (laughs) for like a year? A year and a half because he sucked. year and a half, right. Too. And then we were like, look at the schedule. If, if any other running back had this, they'd be the number one running back in fantasy with this schedule. And then David Montgomery was the number one running back in fantasy down there. That was brutal. Yes, I do remember yeah, that. If you want to fade what we say, then then put a fat stack on Miles Sanders, offensive MVP. Exactly. This doesn't matter for this week, but Commander's head coach Ron Rivera says Brian Robinson's off his crutches. He's recovering well. Uh, looks a lot better, an awfully lot improved was the exact quote from Ron Rivera. The only reason I mention that is he's IR eligible, and a lot of people, there's not many of those guys out there right now. I certainly prefer Gallup, who's like 35% rostered. That We're going to get to his receivers in a second. That blows my mind. If you're listening right now, go pick up Michael Gallup, whether you have an IR spot or not. I don't understand how he's not 100% rostered. That being said, if he's already taken, you have an IR availability, go get Brian Robinson, stash him for a few weeks. This guy was primed up to be the starter, and he's an absolute bulldozer. I mean, he's recovering well from being shot multiple times. That tells you this guy's just a cyborg type of guy. I can't wait to see him play. He's the perfect stash right now. Kenneth Walker, hernia. He was sidelined during practices this week. He is highly likely to miss Monday Night Football's game against the Broncos. You know, the the Seahawks look to be a disaster. This is not going to help them, but it's too bad because, I mean, their their running game is in question. I mean, you know, Penny seems to be the guy, but it's like, would it shock you? How long is he going to You know, right. Like, I mean, (laughs) how how firm of a grasp does he have on this? But anyway, we won't be seeing Walker on Monday. No, we won't. It's too bad. But I honestly don't know when we'll see him because Pete Carroll is the biggest liar when it comes to injuries. He was saying earlier this offseason, Chris Carson was going to be back in camp and leave this backfield. He has since retired, so I have right. no interest right. no in no longer plays professional football. That comes out of this motherfucker's mouth. Ty Montgomery returned to practice Wednesday. It was also, again, limited on Thursday. You're not trusting him at all, but this could be a little <laughs> no, wrench. I'm in sure not. <laughs> Ramondre Stevenson taking over the quote-unquote James Wright white role. I would love to see Montgomery out because that would just free up those passing down snaps. We know Taylor's already out of the picture. He got cut. It would be great to see Ramondre have that on lock. Yeah. He might anyways because Montgomery's not that good. But in the second preseason game, he was rotating right in. He, in fact, was the one running back to score a touchdown this preseason out of those three. So it could just make things messier. It could make you downgrade those guys just a little bit. But I still would fire up Harris and Ramondre in most settings this week. Rounding out the running back news, Jalen Warren officially listed as the Steelers running back two behind Najee Harris on the official depth chart for the Steelers. Harris. A true bell cow gets tons and tons and tons of tons of work when someone else comes in. Looks like it's going to be Jalen Warren. And it's not about him coming in and having any value right now. It's about handcuff because if he goes down, it's the Tomlin way. Ride a bell cow. Remember D'Angelo Williams in 2015, James Conner after you know Le'Veon Bell was out. Doesn't have to be a freak talent. Doesn't even have to be a great talent that was just going to get ridden with volume. I think he's among the most valuable handcuffs in the game hmm. that nobody's talking about, nobody's rostering right now. I'd Similar to like Zach Moss play tonight, Zach Moss does nothing, cut him and pick up Jalen Warren, see what happens. We had a Liz Frank thing going on with Najee Harris this preseason. If that lingers, if something else happens to Najee, sounds like he's going to be the next man up, Jalen Warren. He flashed some great pass-catching chops 
preseason. Definitely a phenomenal stash, in my opinion. All righty, moving on to the wide receivers. Rondell Moore. This is a tough one. He was forced from Thursday's practice with a hammy injury, is now undergoing an MRI. This is terrifying. He was primed to have a big role. Gus Hopkins is out these first six weeks. Is there really any value to this guy if he's going to miss four, five, six? Who knows now? It's all speculative. But if he's getting an MRI, it probably isn't very good. So even if he misses half of those first six weeks, this isn't pretty. This was his chance to really step up and show he belongs. I I hate it because I like the player, and I, I've had him pretty high on my big board for a while. I own him in a few leagues. This sucks. It just sucks. Like, come on. Get it fucking together. Yeah. Deontay Johnson, shoulder issue we saw when he got hurt uh, in one of those preseason games not too long ago. He will not commit to playing week one against the Bengals, but he was limited in practice both Wednesday and Thursday. I mean, that's pretty significant. Yeah, I think he plays. If he didn't, I mean, Pickens and Claypool would just shoot to the fucking moon, which would be amazing. Uh, But ultimately, I think he plays. We're going to go down a list of a few of these receivers that have ultimately been getting in. Most of them have been getting in limited practices. And I would assume those guys are going to be in. Obviously, we keep checking back. Come back on Sunday, 11 a.m. when we have our pre pregame tailgate uh, there. One guy who didn't practice, though, this week is Alan Lazard. Didn't practice Thursday. Didn't practice yesterday. This kind of popped up an ankle injury. Got stepped on and has yeah. not practiced since. You got to be concerned with this. And ultimately, I am. I don't think he's going to be playing. I certainly wouldn't be holding out hope. Maybe, just maybe, and we'll talk about our Hail Marys later, but Randall Cobb, 4% rostered. Like, he's going to be the guy he trusts. Maybe this is what opened the door for uh, Romeo Dubs, who ultimately has looked the best. He only needed someone in front of him to go down. He could start from week one and then just emerge as Rogers' guy. So I love him. He's only 30% rostered. Like, Dubs, hammer that pickup right now. Cobb, certainly less sexy, but, like, DraftKings-wise, 3,400. Dubs, 3K. Like, this could really open up some nice streamability here. And we're seeing some people pop in. I love to see it. We're going to be doing call-ins tonight. It looks like CJ did post the link. Some people are popping in. We will 100% prioritize two things. Call-ins and people that jump onto the stream with us and then talk our questions out or Super Chats. So if you want a guaranteed answer tonight, jump in. Now, we have a few segments to get to, so I promise we're not ignoring you down there. I see Toons' beautiful face. I know. Call call us back in like 20 minutes. You can hang out there. You're welcome. Yeah, sure. Or hang out in the lobby. We'll probably won't be to the mailbag for another 15, 20 minutes, but hell yeah. Like That that reminded me that's what we're doing tonight. So if you want a guaranteed answer, Collins and Super Chats, we'll we'll probably hit most of them. But just saying, that's a a good way to make sure you get your question answered. Continuing. Falcons coach Arthur Smith says they won't know until the end of the week if Drake London, he's got a knee issue, will be able to play week one against the Saints. But London did practice again on Thursday. Limited, as he was on Wednesday. I think he plays. Now, if I don't have to have him in my lineup, I probably wouldn't. It's a rookie. I'd like to see how he looks. He really did flash that first preseason game before going out. He's been flashing all camp. Dominant player, just great at the catch point, great in screens. I... I am starting him in a few leagues, and I'm not really that worried about it. I think, you know, between him and Pitts, I think it's just going to be that very highly concentrated offense. I could sneaky – I think I feel like every game could sneaky shoot out, but I like Mariota. I really do. I, I'm, I've am i been very impressed with what yeah. he did this preseason. I really like Arthur Smith as a coach, and I think the Saints are certainly going to put up their points. I would like to see what happens here. They also traded away one of their best corners to the, the Eagles, so I don't think their secondary is nearly as strong as it used to be. I think the, the, the Falcons could sneaky put up some points here. I don't think they win. I think the Saints are a good team. And they're going to kind of smother them early and put up a bunch of points. But, man, garbage time, Drake London. Kyle Pitts, certainly. Kyle Pitts. I, I really like this play. Really like this play. Now, moving to Tampa Bay, another explosive 
uh, potential offense, that same division. Russell Gage limited in Thursday's practice. It seems like he's trending towards playing, but the bigger news, Godwin practiced in full yesterday. I mean, this is just insane how fast these guys, and the next note that you're about to read as well, uh, how fast these guys are coming back. Now, he's a game-time decision. It's Sunday night game, so that's really tricky to wait it out for Sunday night, even though Godwin's the type of player you would want to wait it out for. Unless you had a great backup plan, maybe you have Gage and Godwin, or maybe you have Pollard that you can toss into the flex, something of that nature. Otherwise, I probably don't go for Godwin this week, even if he ends up playing, just because, again, you have to wait till Sunday night, and who knows what your options are if he does sit. Uh, But, man, just very, very encouraging. It sounds like he'll be out there by week three at the latest, based on these trends. Uh, Very One of the steals of the draft. On Yahoo, he was going at, like, pick 80. I got him in round, like, seven, eight, nine in certain drafts. So, man, it's looking like that was a bigger steal by the day. I got both Lazard and Chris Godwin. And I, I mean, I would have been playing one of them. You think they're both going to be out? I'm going to have to like go deep to my bench, play like Josh Palmer or something like that. Uh, yeah, probably. Unless, hopefully, you can find an option that can let you get to Godwin and see if he plays. Because if he I plays, I mean, the Cowboys secondary is abysmal. And trade on, you know, Diggs is one of the most overrated corners in the league. Yeah. Despite all the picks, he just is way too fucking risk taking. And so, so, yeah, he makes some big plays, but man, he gives up some big plays too. So, I would love to wait and get to Godwin, but it's just a matter of who do you have? Do you have Pollard? Do you have anybody in the Monday night games? Is Hamler available as a potential dart throw? Like, I mean, if you really want to wait to Hamler, like probably Palmer, but even that's not like at that point, you might wait till Hamler type of thing. I don't know. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah, we'll see. Michael Gallup, we were talking about ACLs. Well, Michael Gallup tore his on January 2nd, but he returned to practice. He even went full pads on Thursday. How nuts. Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy, known for just being an extremely insightful and bright guy, <laughs> says looks. He says he is a buffoon. Looks really good ahead of Thursday's practice. So take that Thanks, for what Mike. it is. You mentioned him <laughs> recently. Um, yeah, pick that guy up. Another one of the guys that's probably going to go down as a huge steal. It was looking like he might miss the first month of the year. Now he might not miss any time. They're saying he could potentially go as early as Week One. Similar to Godwin, you'd have to wait to. To, you know, Sunday night. So I'm not going to wait it out for, for Gallup. He's not quite on the Godwin level of you should wait it out for. But man, the you know, number two passing offense in both years of Dak under Kellen Moore with a clear target void right now with only CD Lamb as a, a clear cut hog, Dalton Schultz as well. But Gallup could be walking into a beautiful offense, beautiful target share as soon as he gets onto the field. Going after like pick 130 in most leagues, he's going to go down as one of the best picks you could have made in fantasy. I wish I had more of him, to be honest. Uh, I love it. I absolutely love to see this. Uh, and he's only, again, 35% roster. He, best picks you could have made. He's actually unrostered in over 65% of leagues on Yahoo right now. Go pick this motherfucker up if you're watching this show. Stop tuning in right now. Go pick up Michael Gallup and then thank, thank us later. Because Don't stop tuning in. But, well, yeah, you know, tune in. But, keep us you know, at least open in a window. Half listen and and go pick up Godwin and then come – I mean uh, Gallup. Like if there's one takeaway from tonight, go get Michael Gallup. It, it has to – you just have to go do that. Go do and it. The, the other takeaway is don't stop tuning in. Don't stop tuning in. Right. And Mike McDaniel saying Jalen Waddle. He was limited on Wednesday, but then practiced in full today on Thursday. He's going to be good to go. You're going to fire him up. I, I think they're going to slaughter my Patriots. I'm very nervous that this offense is just going to come and mow down a very bad defense that lost any of notable secondary pieces last year. I'm terrified. I think Wall's going to have a big day. I think Hill's going to have a big day. 
I'm sneaking big on it too this week too. My buddy Johnny Good Times during one of our uh, drafts, he, he he's talked about being completely out on like the Dolphins and a couple other teams and stuff. And uh, I think he nominated Jalen Waddle at one point. And you know we, we're you know you throw people out and you hope people throw money away on him. And he just texts me like in all caps, like. Bid, like bid on this, you idiots! Bid on this trash. <laughs> <laughs> he did that for a couple. How of guys, that trash? I specifically Waddle remember him saying it about Jalen Waddle. Though. Yeah, <laughs> bid on this trash. The guy's a yeah. stud. Like Waddle, <laughs> Waddle could outscore Hill this year. I, I don't think that happens because I love Tyreek Hill. But what those two are gonna? They're beasts. They're beasts. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I thought that was so funny. Yeah, bid uh, on this trash. Bid on this trash. <laughs> Uh, NOLA.com's Jeff Duncan reported Mike Thomas, who's been dealing with a hamstring issue, like, I don't know, for like a month, maybe more, appears to be on track to play in week one against the Falcons. Uh, he was limited in practice on Thursday, but that's encouraging, especially since I also have him on my team. 100%. He's going to go. He's in the long list of the Drake Londons. He's had the guys that multiple limited practices probably going to go, as is Sterling Shepard off an Achilles. It's different. Like, that's way worse than an ACL. And yet he's coming back. It's just crazy how fast these athletes come back. I mean, he had a huge run as the number one target for Daniel Jones. And it wasn't, like, insignificant. I know you're going to sit here and be like, shit, like the number one for Daniel Jones. He actually put up, like, 18, 21, 22. I I looked back at it, like, almost 11 targets a game average. Like, this guy was an absolute hog. And, yeah, I like Wandale. I hate Kenny Galladay, though. Shepard, by mid-year, could easily be that number one receiver. He's Minimally rostered, I think five percent right now. So just a guy to definitely keep your eyes on if you have the open bench space. Do look at it. Yes, and you're right. By the way, I, I am predictable. I, I definitely was going to make some smart ass <laughs> comment about Daniel Jones's top weapon. I, I got ahead of you there. <laughs> You've been we've been doing this together for a long time. <laughs> Velas Jones hamstring issue did not practice in Thursday's practice, but uh, you know the Bears wide receiving core is so deep it shouldn't really affect him. No, I don't think so at all. It's just one of those things. He was one of my big, like, best ball sleepers. I was really hoping to see him out there. I have, you know, you look at the best ball, it's like how much money you have invested in the player. A little bit too much on Vilas Jones. (laughs) Maybe by mid-year, this explosive Debo Samuel type of threat they were hyping up will actually be on there. But, man, it just kind of sucks. Much bigger news, though, as we move over to tight ends. And there's only a couple notes here. Then we'll get into very, very close, guys. I know you're waiting on our questions. We promise we'll get to them all. We have plenty of time, still about an hour till kickoff. So we'll be getting there. But this is big news. George Kittle is actually unlikely to play in week one. He missed both Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, all signs are pointing to him being out. If you're desperate, like there's plenty of okay streamers out there. I would say Gerald Everett out there in a ton of leagues. Isaiah likely very minimally rostered facing the Jets this week. Uh, th- there's definitely some guys you can get out there and look at. Even Mo Ali Cox could go out there and get you a touchdown. But obviously this would be a huge blow to lose Kittle before the season even starts. We were out on Kittle. We I have barely any Kittle this year. And this I'm not trying to victory lap it, but this is kind of a reminder that the guy – he, he misses time and he's already in week one. That's a big concern. Uh, and if he misses significant time, I do wonder they're talking about a grade two strain to his groin. Like that's bad. That's not good. I wonder if it's Tyler Croft, if it's, I don't know who the next man up is. I wouldn't be looking to San Fran to replace it though. I'd be looking at the Everett's, the Mo Alley Coxes, those guys, but definitely something you need to monitor moving forward. George Kittle's groin, by the way, would be an excellent band name. That is a great band name, yeah. It's like a grunge underground rock band, George Kittle's growing. Yeah, get the mosh pit, baby. <laughs> yeah. Darren Waller, uh, hamstring issue, contract issues. He says he's planning on playing in Sunday's week one game against the Chargers. 
he's in, Kittle's out, you know, get Waller in the lineups. I know it's much more target competition, but Waller's in, he's a top five tight end, especially now with Kittle removed. Another guy potentially returning to the field is Logan Thomas. I saw some videos of him running routes, looked a little rigid, looked a little stiff. He is working back from a tough knee tear. So uh, even if he's out there, I'd be a little bit worried. But this offense has very heavily targeted tight ends. All their other tight ends have been hurt at this point. So they might have no other choice but to play the guy. I wouldn't be starting him, but certainly a guy to keep your eye on if you punted the tight end position. He's a guy that just as early as last year was routinely drafted as your top 10 tight ends. Faces more competition now with Dotson there, but certainly a guy that, that especially if you lost Kittle, I mean, maybe, maybe you can go to Logan Thomas. I, all the other guys I said I'd go to first, but definitely a guy to keep on your watch list. Zach Ertz dealing with a lingering calf issue is, according to Cliff Kingsbury, day-to-day. Now, he supposedly looks on schedule to play, and he did return to practice on Wednesday, like I said. This I makes like this makes like – Man, this makes like half my team that's injured. I mean, he's my tight end. I don't even have he's a tight end. He's my tight end, too. And I've got a note that he missed today. Like, he practiced Wednesday, but then missed today. That's never good either. So, again. My team's Mo- already just like a dumpster fire. <laughs> it really is. Gerald Everett, Mo Alley. Call- yeah, week one. How are our, how are the teams lighting on fire already? How are we having so many injuries? <laughs> the games haven't even started. The fantasy gods. Oh, like literally it. half my players are in question. Like it's whether brutal. Play or not. Uh, but yeah, Everett, Mo Alley, Cox, those names again. Just keep them in mind in case you have a, a, a desperate stream. I really do like Everett against the, the Raiders. I think that game's going to be an absolute barn burner. Uh, so, so shootouts. And then just in some defensive news, speaking of the Chargers, J.C. Jackson's not expected to play their big cornerback acquisition. Again, helping to contribute to that shootout atmosphere. All righty, folks. We are about to move into our higher, lower, and Hail Mary. Before we do, two quick things. One, thumbs up does continue to help us get out to more people. Thank you so much for your patience as you wait for us to get to your questions. So appreciate it. Again, we will hit through as many as we can. We typically get through them all. The mailbag's growing, and I love to see it. It's growing good. 69mega.com says, have a good time. Find your love. We just got three of those in a row. Hell yeah. Thank you, 69mega.com, Russian bot. Find your love out there. Find your love out there. But two, we are now sponsored. So pumped that we're moving to that level where we can actually invite sponsors in uh, and we want to do well for them. So guys, please pay attention. And please, if you want to support the site and download a great game, I looked right now and there is so much overlay to potentially win some huge money tonight, as early as tonight. And certainly on Sunday, if you play on no house advantage. So they are our new sponsors. You can kind of see up there on the banner. This show is presented by them tonight and as they will all be for this next month. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick'em contests versus other people for your shot at winning $250,000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house, similar to some other you know, prize picks, different things we promoted. You can test your money versus the house in 20X. In fact, 21X. They give you even more juice to start in week one if you hit all your picks. But on up to five player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Of course, NFLs are bread and butter. Sign up now with promo code RSJ at No House Advantage or download the app, NoHouseAdvantage.com. Download the app. Get your first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today. Experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out. And that where you play is, again, crucial. Now, I'm going to just pull in really quickly, show you my favorite picks for tonight on No House Advantage. 
there's some smashes. You know our boy at the top, Allen Robinson, 50 and a half receiving yards, smashing the over. And as you can see, you kind of rank them. So you get seven points for your most popular one. I'm definitely smashing the over on that. So, Holy yeah, cow. so that's my most confident. And you kind of go down the list. If you have the most points at the end, you can win up to 20K tonight. And guess what? This contest is 30% filled right now. You are facing far less competition on this site than any other. And it's a great gameplay. It's fun. It's smooth. It's easy to use. Like, I, I, I love it. So definitely go check it out. These are my plays for the night. Uh, Cam, I, I'm probably giving away the money now at this point because you guys, if you tail me here. But Cam Akers, I have under 55 and a half at the split backfield coming back from the Achilles. I think that's a definite under. I love Allen to have two and a half total touchdowns. He's running one in, throwing two at least, maybe five total touchdowns. He might double this one up. Jamison Crowder under 30 and a half. I don't even know if he touches the field tonight. Could get that in two catches, but man, he might not even play. Similar to James Cook. I'm not sure he'll play because he's been behind Moss and Singletary all preseason. So I'm going 30 and a half under rushing yards. If he gets any yards, I bet it's as a pass catcher, not as a runner. I also think Devin Singletary, 49 and a half rushing yards. I'm taking the under. I do not think if they're smart, they're not going to attack this Rams team up the teeth at Aaron Donald. I don't think that's what's going to happen here. So I do think Devin Singletary, both running backs under the rushing yards. And of course, our man Gabriel Davis, 16 and a half receiving yards. He might get that on a single play tonight. One broken pocket. One Josh Allen sling. That's all you'd need for Gabe Davis to go over on that. So those are my seven picks here, again, in order of the confidence. And like I said, it's at about 30% full right now for your shot at 20K. I believe it's 20 bucks to enter. Uh, I could go back now and double check that. But it's it's a great app. As mentioned, too, the, uh, the no house advantage versus the house. Same idea. You can kind of pick five of your favorite and get up to 21 times your money. You bet 20 bucks, you could go home with, you know, 400 tonight. So definitely a great spot to win a bunch of money, a great new sponsor. So check nohouseadvantage.com. Use code RSJ so they know your boy sent you from over here. Oh, man, I I love this new app. It's great. It's very cool, and thanks for sponsoring us. And hopefully uh, get a little business thrown your way from us because you got a cool product. We love it. Um, Real quick before we get into higher or lower, Hail Mary, Gary W., Shooting us a cool 10 bucks. Best show in town. Let's go, boys. My big league, 10-team PPR. Russell Wilson, CMC, Aaron Jones, A.J. Brown, Mike Williams, Allen Robinson, Kelsey, Cooks, Hunt, Edmonds, Woods, MBS, MG3, J-Rob. Going A-Rob tonight over Cooks just for the action. I I like A-Rob over Cooks anyway, even though I I love Cooks. I love your team. I love everything about this team, Gary W. Thank you so much for the support. Phenomenal team, and yes, I would eat regardless of just getting action tonight. I would rather have a Rob in than Cooks. And I do like Cooks a lot this week. I like too, Cooks yeah. too. Give me, give yeah. me a Rob all day. All Good right, stuff. we're gonna hit higher, lower, hail mary right now. For some of these positions, uh, the Wolf has a lot of guys in each spot because he's thorough, and sometimes he can't can't uh, make a decision. We want to try to blow through these because we want to have some chance of getting to this mailbag, which is growing exponentially as we oh, speak. Yeah. Which we appreciate. We got a lot of people in here. Uh, Give us a thumbs up. Give us a subscribe. Give us a like. Uh, Tell your friends, but not the ones you're going against in fantasy. Uh, Your other friends. Yeah. All right. I I say we cut, you know, I want to make sure we save at least 40 minutes for this. So we have about 10 minutes here, 15 minutes. I will breeze through this as fast as I can. But if we don't get to tight end, something of that nature, we have so many questions. I want to hit them all. I want to get to you guys. So I will do my best to breeze through this in about 15 minutes. After 15 minutes, truth, if we get to 737, 747, 
cut it. We're, we'll go right to the mailbag and make sure we have 35, 40 minutes for all the questions. Okay. Wow. All right. This is commitment. All right. I'll throw them up. You, I'll, I'll set them up. You knock them down. All right. Quarterbacks higher deck. Dak Prescott against Tampa Bay quarterback 10 for you. That's two spots higher in the ECR. Uh, also liked Tua against his very own new England Patriots. You like him at the quarterback 16. That's four spots higher than the experts. Both these guys, uh, fringe starters. Well, Prescott, probably a starter to a, a little bit of a fringe. Yeah, I'm surprised Prescott's ranked as a fringe starter. Last time he faced Tampa Bay, finished inside the top five quarterbacks for nearly 400 yards. I mean, the guy is going to have to sling because we, I think Tom Brady is going to decimate this defense. We're going to have a shootout here. He's going to be running a lot more, according to the reports this year. So I really like Prescott with upgraded Konami upside, even if the weapons are a little bit downgraded for this matchup. Big, big fan of Prescott at Tampa Bay. They abandoned the run game and just threw it all the time last time against them. I think we see a similar game plan on Sunday night football and Dak lights it up for top 10 numbers. Tua, as mentioned, I think this New England defense is slow. It's it's just, the, especially in the secondary, they don't have anybody that can run with those two weapons. It's a very quick hit, quick strike offense. The linebackers are gross. Like I just think Tua is going to carve his way up and down the field against us. It, it, you know, Everybody has this luster around the New England defense and as a Pats fan, I am not excited about this unit. I think Tua is going to wallop us. Uh, more particularly, the other receivers are going to wallop us with the ball in their hand, and Tua just has to kind of dink, dink, dink. Uh, the fact that he's outside the top 20 quarterbacks, like below Trevor Lawrence? No, come on. Like, if you're in a super flex league, get Tua in there, no doubt about it. It's good streamer on DraftKings, too. Guys, the wolf is lower on Lamar Jackson going against the Jets. You like him at QB4, which sounds pretty good, except the experts like him at number one. Uh, Trevor Lawrence... QB uh, 23, the Wolf actually thinks that that's five spots too high. Yeah, it, so Jackson just – the real reason to put him on here isn't because I don't think he has a great game. I think he obviously does solid. He's in my top five quarterbacks. I just don't think he deserves the number one spot. I think the Jets secondary has actually gotten a bit better. So the, the way Lamar Jackson finishes the number one quarterback would be he runs in two touchdowns. Could that happen? 100%. But I actually don't think he's going to do a whole ton as a passer because they're not going to need to. I think this defense is going to swallow Joe Flacco, just not create a shootout-style atmosphere, and they're just pounded out with the run game. I could see Mike Davis and Kenyon Drake having three total scores between each other, uh, and Lamar Jackson maybe having one or two, and just kind of disappointing as the clear-cut number one. Not over, you know, guys like, you know, Josh Allen, like, come on. You had Josh Allen tonight in a shootout game. You're going to have Lamar Jackson ahead of him, Justin Herbert. Like, there's just too many other good quarterbacks that I know are going to do their thing, whereas Jackson, like, I don't know. I, I think the Jets secondary is a little bit underrated right now. Yeah, but he might run for, like, 150 yards. He could, and that's where he'd pay this off. But even still, like, there's just a lot more outs for a guy like Josh Allen, for Justin Herbert in a shootout like Pat Mahomes and Kyler Murray potentially dicing it up against each other. So I, I'm out on that. Trevor Lawrence is just more so, again, two QB leagues. Never been a Lawrence guy. It's never burned me. So why am I going to get in now? Maybe Peterson can help right this ship. Uh, but no, nah, I'm not into it this week. No, thanks. All right, Hail Marys. You've already talked about Marcus Mariota a little bit against the Saints, 9% rostered. Also, Mac Jones, 34% rostered. But you actually like Mariota more, right? Yeah, so Mac Jones isn't the Hail Mary. I'm saying, like, I can't believe Mac Jones is 34% rostered. People are actually starting oh. in the QB leagues over Mariota, who has unlimited Konami upside. They've been really running their quarterbacks all over the place throughout camp and then in preseason action. So I think Mariota, very highly underrated. Last time we saw him play more than a half of football, he put up nearly 30 fantasy points in like two quarters. And that was because of running. He, he is athletic. He has good weapons around him now. I really like that indeed. Burning questions. You don't really need to even comment on these. These are just kind of the 
questions that are, are on our minds going into this week. Uh, obviously, we were watching Trey Lance's debut with Bayon Breath. Uh, he's playing Chicago. Seems like a decent matchup if he's going to bust out. Now's the time. Of course, Jimmy G lurking on the bench now. Uh, also, Pat Mahomes versus Kyler Murray. Also, Justin Herbert against Derek Carr. We could be seeing a couple huge shootouts there. That, that AFC West just yeah. looking intriguing. Welcome to the AFC West. I cannot wait. I know. And uh, new quarterbacks in their new homes. Welcome to Indianapolis. Matty Ice. Also, Russell Wilson. We're dying to see playing for Denver on Monday Night Football yeah. against the Seahawks. How perfect. Yeah, you, you'll see a common thread at all positions for like what we're excited to watch. And it's either new faces, you know, old faces and new homes new coordinators, like at, at new places, new schemes would love to see. And then also the rookies, like that's kind of the common trend for all these must watches, these burning questions. Uh, but man, I cannot wait to see how Russ looks in the Denver uh, colors there. I'm so excited. They're going to let Russ cook. They are going to let him cook and he's going to burn his old team. All right. Running backs, three guys that you're higher on Damian Pierce. I mean, the hype train out of control, but I mean, he might just be worth it. Uh, you like him as a running back 22. The experts like him at 28. So that's a six spot differential. Kareem Hunt. At the Panthers, you like him at 25, eight spots higher than the experts do. And Tony Pollard against Tampa Bay, you like him at 27, and the experts actually like him all the way down at 34. And as you can – if anybody's new to the stream, like obviously I'm not going to do Jonathan Taylor at Houston, like destroying the te- – no shit he's going to destroy the Texans. We're trying to look at the guys that you might be pondering. Should I put this in my lineup or not? And I'm saying giving try to get that extra push on a couple of guys. Like I definitely think if you drafted Pierce – he should be in your lineup this week, and I think he's going to prove to be a yep. three-down back. Indy is a solid defense, but they ended up giving up a decent amount of receiving yards to backs last year. And if Pierce does get that third-down role, which I think he will, I think he gets into the end zone at least once this weekend to go with about 70, 80 total yards. Really like him right off the bat, and he kind of proves, like, I'm going to be a top-15 running back every single week starting this week. Kareem Hunt outscored Nick Chubb for their first six healthy weeks last year, but gets no love at all. I think Carolina, like, might actually put it on. Baker might put it to his old team, in which case that favors Kareem Hunt. He's less game script dependent. In fact, he benefits when they're down. The guy just puts up points whenever he's healthy, whenever he's in. People are forgetting how good of a talent he's when he's ranked at running back 33. That's like a fringe RB3. Come on. This guy's an RB2. I'd be confident having him in my flex or running back two spot if needed. And I just think Pollard, this is going to be a just smashing debut where he truly did take over that slot role. All the help, the, the hype he's been getting is not just for, for not. He's going to be getting a ton of receptions down the field last time. Even in week one last year, we saw it become more of a Pollard than Zeke game because that's how they attacked Tampa Bay. Kellen Moore is smart. He knows how to t- attack his teams. I think Pollard is going to get sneaky work. And if you were drafting him as just a handcuff, you can give him some actual lineup consideration. Could be a nice bridge if you had like him and Godwin and you want to see if Godwin's active. If not, I think Pollard will actually be very usable for you. And good bridge going right into our lowers, whereas you're higher on Pollard, you're lower on Zeke. You got him as your RB20. That's four spots below the experts. Also, you're down on Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. No surprise there. You got him six spots below the experts. And Brees Hall, also no surprise there. What are the experts? I mean, the experts only have him at 29. And you got him at 38. It's a decent discrepancy. But, like, I don't even know how you could justify having him at 29. He's, he's, I don't think he's the starting running back on the New York Jets. He's not the starting running back on the New York Jets on a team that's going to get smashed. Like, there's going to be no right. running room. There hasn't been any running room all preseason. That's not going to change against a bolstered Ravens front seven. So, no, I, no interest in Brees Hall. I don't know how anyone can put him in their lineups this week. I, I'm definitely on the wait and see. By the way, Dak did have 400. He had 403 yards last time. I was at almost 400 yards. So last time Zeke faced the, the Bucks in week one last year, 
11 carries and 33 yards, no touchdowns. Whereas Pollard, they were getting active as a receiver, four catches, 29 yards. Didn't end up scoring, but they clearly decided let's just kind of spread things out, let Dak shoot it down the field. And that's when they had, you know, Mari Cooper and whatnot. I think Pollard will be significantly more active. I think Zeke, I don't know if you've seen pictures of him recently. He looks fat. Like he he does not look he, good. He came to camp like in shape. Have you, you know what I'm talking about? Do you think he and Lenny Fournette were just hitting the buffet every day? <laughs> with Eddie Lacy leading the charge. Like, Come on with me, boys. Demarcus Russell. Golden Corral in this neck of the woods. Like, the, God, Golden Corral. I could go <laughs> yeah. some Golden Corral. Uh, right so, now. you know, obviously at running back 20, that's kind of accounting for the fact he might just plot his ass into the end zone at some point. If I had him and Paul on the same team, I don't know. It's really damn close for me. Like, I, I think 20 actually might be too high on Zeke. I think I'm going to bump him down a little bit. And CEH, like, I just think it's going to be a four-headed no. nightmare. And maybe he no. established himself. This is the week. I'm the clear-cut guy. This is going to be the year. I'm not buying that. I think we're going to have Ronald Jones vulturing touchdowns, McKinnon taking receiving work, Pacheco just kind of lingering around and maybe doing something. It's just going to be a four-headed nightmare. And I think that's going to be more of an aerial, you know, just bomb show between them and the Cardinals. So no CEH for yeah. me, six spots below the experts. Hail Mary's Mike Davis. We already talked about him at 28%. Seems like a pretty strong play this week. Kenyon Drake also 9% going against the Jets. Yeah, anybody, any, any, anybody, you know, that's going against the Jets, you at least got to think about it, right? Um, and then Jeff Wilson, who we've talked about a bunch on the pod, going against uh, the Bears, 13% owned. Seems like a smart pickup also. Yeah, whether he ends up paying off the Hail Mary and being streaming worthy or not, he has to be picked up. He's only 9% or 13% rostered, as you mentioned. And I think he finds the end zone this week. He's got the third down roll on lock with no hasty there. So already that's some value. And we've seen Mitchell. I mean, how many different injuries did he have last year? Hamstrings, ribs, all of head, them. Like his entire fucking body. It was a game of operation, what his body looked like when you look at the uh, the injury report on the guy. So at some point, Jeff Wilson, who's going to be clear cut number two, will be making starts. And I think even if he's not as the third down back here and alternating for a couple series here and there, he's going to find the end zone against a terrible Chicago team and just has great upside moving forward if and when you know we get Eli Mitchell hurt. All right. Burning questions for running backs real quick. We got we only got a few minutes before where you wanted me to cut things off. Yeah, it probably will be no tight ends. That's fine. We'll hit Dolphins' new backfield. Continuing with the new offensive coordinator trend, of course, uh, I'm very interested in Chase Edmonds in general. So uh, we'll see how that backfield yeah. works out. Saquon Barkley's usage in new Giants offense. As much as I hate the Giants, as much as I don't want anything to do with them, they're always in, I'm always intrigued by Saquon. I admit he's – I want best, to see how Dave a phenomenal running back, and I'm pulling for him. I really, I'm am. so excited now. These out of Joe Judge's grasp and in Dable's hands, like the smartest offensive coordinator the last few years. I cannot wait to see how he uses his whole offense, but especially Saquon yeah. there. And Mike, you mentioned Mike McDaniel's and that that Dolphin scheme. Yeah. If it's the 49ers 2.0, like buckle fucking up for Chase Edmonds. Can't wait. And then yeah, Javante and Melvin Gordon. Right. Is it going to be the 55-45, or is it going to be Javante taking over the reins, taking 65-70%? Because, man, if it is, we've got this year's Jonathan Taylor. Like, he's that talented. Yeah, he's he awesome. gets that amount of work, like, holy hell, he'll be – The Broncos have such a wide range of possibilities for me. Like, you know, if, if I wouldn't be blown away if they won the division. And I also – I mean, I picked them to finish last of the division when we talked about the I AFC know. West on the I show. think they, they could win it. I really believe in – They Broncos. could, but, I mean – would you be utterly shocked if they were the fourth best team no, in the division, dude? I mean, I'm, I'm betting on. I actually want to throw a little bit on Russ to win MVP. I, I, I really think Russ is going to turn this thing around and just be a beast. I have a weird feeling about these Broncos. 
Right. We maybe should do a show about that uh, yeah. within the next week or so. All right, let's talk wide receivers. You got a lot of guys here again, so let's keep going. AJ Brown, you're higher on. He's playing against Detroit. You like him as your wide receiver five. The so-called experts have him at ten. We know you love Amon Ross St. Brown playing against the Eagles. You got him at 18. The experts have him all the way down at 29. Are you what kidding are me? <laughs> George Pickens playing against the Bengals. Uh, wide receiver 42 for you, 52 for the experts. Yeah, experts. and this is more – I also have A-Rob and Gabe Davis significantly above the experts, but sure. this is more so for the podcast listeners. I wanted to give some guys that will be playing on Sunday as well. You were playing A.J. Brown, so you don't need to go long on him, but this is more so for DraftKings, only 6,400. I think he's easily putting up a top-five score against a pathetic Detroit defense. They're getting the ball in his hand, letting him rifle through it. Against a team that can't tackle, hell yeah, all day. And on the other side of the ball, St. Brown, layup target after layup target. Yes, they did bolster their secondary, the Eagles. I think they're going to be a pretty good defense this year, but St. Brown's the one they're going to move around, dink and dunk, let him just rip off yard after catch all day long. I think he's going to have a nice like eight-catch 100-yard day and just proved to be the main vein of this attack. And I like Pickens. I think this is just going to be the start of a smashing rookie season where he just makes a big play touchdown grab this year. So if you drafted him as a nice bench dash, really give him some thought as a potential flex option this week. All right, guys, you're lower on DJ Moore going against the Browns. Wide receiver 25 for you. The experts like him all the way up at 15, which seems a, a bit of, like a bit of a reach. Rashad Bateman going against the Jets. You got him at 32. The experts have him all the way up at 23. I agree with you. DK Metcalf also going against Denver. They got You got him at 36. The experts have him at 22. That's just got to be a reputation type. Look, we love DK Metcalf. He's an absolute badass. But, like, I, I don't see it. I, I agree with you on all three of these. Yeah. I mean, DJ Moore, I've I've consistently been lower on and it's really hasn't burned me much yet. Right. Never. I'm going to keep going. Like maybe never. Baker's the one that unlocks it, but I don't know that he's even just like I, I'm, I'm staying away. Uh, and, and Cleveland has a good secondary, too. I think they lock him up with Denzel Ward a little bit. Bateman, I think he's going to get a lot, maybe even shadowed by Sauce Gardner, who didn't even get, give up a single catch this preseason, didn't give up a single touchdown his entire uh, senior year of college. He's a true lockdown corner. And like, they're not going to need Bateman to just destroy this Jets team. So if he's getting shut off, they're going to immediately scheme away from him. So I'm nervous this is not a great game for Bateman to start the year. Certainly not a top 23 game where he's ranked right now. And yeah, Metcalf just love the player, hate the team. It's pretty yep. easy to fade him. Uh, he's one of those guys, like if he came out and had like 102 touchdowns, would I be shocked? Probably not. Uh, but I need to kind of see it with Metcalf and see what this dumpster fire actually looks like before I want to go to a Seattle receiver. Hail Mary's Wandale Robinson for the Giants, 10% owned. Wait, wait, MVP of Giants training camp. I say oh, that yeah. semi-sarcastically, but, you know, it's nothing to sneeze at. Going against Tennessee, Randall Cobb, who you talked about before at 4% rostered. That seems like an interesting pickup. Um, also, Nick Westbrook Akini. Yeah. Never even heard of him. 1% uh, owned against the Giants. I'll take your word for that one, Wolf. He made like six starts last year and he had over 17 points in three of them. Like, I mean, the guy actually plays when he starts and now he's the starting receiver outside of Robert Woods. He's more of a speculative play. You probably don't need these Hail Marys this early in the year. Right. I, uh, I might. You might. Seriously, with these injuries. I do think, again, Dubs, like ahead of Cobb, is the by far higher upside play, only 3K on DraftKings. But Cobb does have that trusted report if he's out, if, if uh, Lazard's out. I could see Cobb having one of those two touchdown, like six catch days at 3,400 on DraftKings, 4% rostered, like a, a potential hand Mary. I just really am intrigued by Wandale Robinson. I think he should be 
owned a lot higher than 10% right now. I think we're going to see him moving in the backfield, getting peppered in the slot for some of those layup targets. So big fan of him. The things I'm definitely watching are this new look Vikings attack, this Kevin O'Connell scheme. Is Jefferson truly in that cup role, moving all over, getting the layup cut targets? I mean, nobody's going to stop Jefferson if that's how they're using him, and it sounds like that is. Can't wait to see that. We mentioned A.J. Brown. I just am so excited to see him in his new home. And Michael Thomas's return. Is he officially back? Or is he just toasting? Man, I hope he's back. Uh, I think he will be. I mean, it's the fucking Falcons. Like, I think he's just going to destroy them. But it'll be a big, big test. I can't wait to see it. He used to be Um, so awesome. And as mentioned, too, I do want to get into the questions, whatnot. You got a super chat, so let's hit that. And I'm going to rip tight ends, like, just tell you the names real quick. But just look for super chat. All right, Wes Wes C wants to know. Gabe Davis. What's up, my man? I love it. Gabe Davis over Josh Jacobs at flex and half point PPR, yes. right? I'm getting nervous. The hype train goes off the rails a hundred times out of a hundred. Yes, Wes. 100%. Now the one stat Jimbo slice, our own guy tweeted this out the other day. Jacobs has scored multiple touchdowns in three straight week ones. He's the only right. player in the NFL to do that. So it makes me a little scary, but no, I, I'm still going Gabe maybe, every time. Yeah, Gabe Davis is scoring multiple times tonight. So you don't have to worry about that. No, Wes, I am a hundred percent going Gabe Davis. My one caution would be maybe not the flex because Ultimately, you never want to flex. You don't ever want to flex somebody on Thursday, right? Uh, Unless you have like two absolute studs that you know you don't want to demote to the flex type of thing. (laughs) I I understand that too, the lineup synchronicity. I get it. But the the smart play is to never have a Thursday night guy in your flex just in case somebody, especially the the last couple of years with COVID, we don't have that really necessarily right now to worry about. But yeah, I, I wouldn't have him in your flex, but certainly over Jacobs. Either way. So for the tight ends, just to give you the names, I'm higher on David Njoku. Uh, He's right in the fringe top 12 for me. He's about three spots higher than the ECR. You know, playing 90% of the snaps, running almost all the routes. The guy produces when he's used and he's being used. I'm much lower on Albert O. He's not even a full-time player. He's in a committee right now. And sure, Seattle's very exploitable, but I don't think they're going to need him to do their damage. They're much weaker on the corner in Seattle. They gave up the most receiving yards to wide receivers last year. They did nothing to upgrade. In fact, they've only gotten worse. I think this is a Sutton, maybe a Judy day too, not an Albert O day at all. So I am tight end 20, six spots below the experts. And my Hail Mary of the week, 2,500 on DraftKings and only 10% rostered is Isaiah Likely, the number three weapon in this attack. I think this week he will be the number two weapon in this attack because Bateman will get locked down coverage and I, uh, from Sauce Gardner. And I ultimately think likely could go off um, as the number two guy, at least as a touchdown potential threat. So if you're desperate tight end, if you lost Kittle, if you need a stream, I do like Moali Cox. I do like Everett, but I also really like this likely kid. And must watch Kyle Pitts coming sure. back here too. Is he just the cheat code that I think he's going to be? I cannot wait to find out. And I can't wait to see these new guys, Austin Hooper, Hayden Hurst, Evan Ingram, kind of gross late round dart throws, but like new homes could get new life breathed into them. So check those guys. Again, guys, you could probably, all three of those guys, especially Austin Hooper, I would love to stream. He's 43% rostered, so probably not out there in your leagues. But if you lost a tight end and you need a streamer, I think he's going to be the Dalton Schultz of this year. Like good volume that nobody else, like diet Dalton Schultz, I should say. But yeah, I, I like it. We got a mailbag logo. Uh, we do. So let us hit it quickly. Hit. All right. We're going to fly through these because there's a lot of them. We're not going to elaborate on too many of these. If it's like a, which one of these three guys uh, should I play in my flex? We'll each just say one. I mean, if we have to yeah. say uh, rationalize it, we'll do it, but we'll do it fast. Unless you, you, give, try- if you give us a super chat, we will certainly yeah. rationalize we'll- things. And do that. So if you want a guaranteed answer, super chat, call and link 
is there. It's posted for you. Um, one last time, check out No House Advantage, an awesome app, a great sponsor. We're so appreciated, and it would mean the world for you, you guys to help grow them through our RSJ code uh, so they know our boys are doing them proud. So, all right, let's hit these. Let's hit this. We got a loaded mailbag. I'm so fired up, boys. Let's go. Alan Robinson, Darnell Mooney, or IUK PPR? I do like IUK, but I'd go A-Rob. I would go A-Rob here as much as I like IUK. We missed this one from Jeremy Taylor. Akers, Pierce, or Penny? Uh, I'm going Pierce here for sure. Higher on Pierce this week. I'm benching Akers tonight. I'm very nervous about it. Are you like in the middle of the pile there? Uh, This is at the top. You missed the first comment. Football from Evan Buss. My man, Evan Buss. I don't have those on mine. That's crazy. Okay. Uh, good to see Giuseppe Russo moving over to YouTube, dude. one of our original Facebook yeah, legends. Uh, two flex, pick two PPR. Montgomery, Antonio Gibson, Robert Woods, or Brandon Cook. I love that he called him Bob Woods, by the way. I love Bob Woods, too. I'm going Gibson. You're locked in with no Brian Robinson against the Jags. He's going to get the work. It's coached at as much. And I'm going to go Brandon Cooks as the other one there. Me, too. Perfect. We're locked in. Charlie, if you had to sit one, Gabe, A-Rob, or Zeke? Woo. Oh, that's tough. Top point PPR, I'd probably sit Zeke. I'm sitting Zeke. I, I, I'm nervous about him against the Bucks. I'm firing up those two receivers tonight, Charlie. Let's fucking get it. Charlie also wants to know where it's RB2, Edmonds, or A.J. Dillon, PPR. Oh, that's tough. That's really tough. It really is. I, I love them both this week. Honestly, gun to my head, I, I think I say Edmonds. But I really like Dylan to find the end zone too. So I'm going to go Edmonds on some good receiving work. But that is, I think I have neck and neck in my rankings. I'm, I'm actually I'm not even sure. I would also lean Edmonds, but I also agree that's a really tough call. That is so tough, Charlie. Giuseppe says flex PPR, David Montgomery, Allen Robinson, or Brandon Cooks, man. Uh, Allen Robinson. I, I'd probably go Robinson again. Allen yeah. Robinson. Yep. Absolutely. Right. Magic Mike, love, love, love your work. Thank Wolf you. and team. Full PPR in my flex. Would you start Gabe Davis or Jalen Waddle? I would start Gabe Davis. <laughs> I'm going Gabe. Get the action in tonight. He's going to score. Joe Saviano. Pollard or Julio? If Godwin sits. PPR, thanks. Reminder, also flex. Like, don't have a Thursday night guy on your flex. But, yes, Pollard right. or Julio if Godwin sits. PPR. I like Pollard. I really do. I mean, Julio could have that monster day. If Gage and and uh, Godwin sit, then you're going Julio. But otherwise, I would be going Pollard. But tune in. We'll, we'll be having our Sunday night show, right, Truth? Yeah. I'll be here. Yeah, Definitely. I'm excited for that one. I also tentatively like Pollard on that. Jeremy Taylor, Akers, Damian Pierce, or Rashad Penny, half PPR. Interesting. That is a really interesting one. Oh, Taylor already asked that one. It's Damian Pierce for me. Oh, don't, okay. don't repeat your questions. Oh, no, just said we didn't repeat. A.J. Dillon or Singletary? I'm definitely going Dillon here. Uh, I feel much, much better about Dylan over him. All right, Giuseppe Wolf, my guy. He's as he there now. He's he's moonlighting between Facebook and YouTube. Oh, I love it. Hey, what a badass! On both sides. I love it. Good stuff. So happy you we were back for football. Good stuff, Giuseppe. Good to see Jason you. Young. I killed all three of my auction drafts. Awesome, Jason. For the record, I actually have Dylan higher than Edmonds. Now that I look at my rankings. I don't know. I. It's so damn close for me. I wasn't so using on. your rankings. I just I, I tend to lean a little bit towards Edmonds on that. Although I think Dylan will probably end up having a better year. We'll yeah. see. Grind don't stop. Guess who's yeah. back? Yeah, baby. Ready for kickoff. Miss you guys. Let's have another great fantasy season. We missed you this preseason, but so pumped to see you, Grind. Hell yeah. Let's fucking They all go. come oozing out of the woodwork. We Here they up. come for the Thursday night juice. Jason Young, I got the Rams tonight. Me too, Jason. With the Bills missing white, I think Cup and A-Rob eat. I do too, but I think I think Allen and them answer. So we get a shootout. I think Allen ends up, you know, maybe a final drive type of win, but that's what I'm going with, Bills. And Gouda, 
Mike Williams or Deontay Johnson PPR? I would lean towards Mike Williams, especially Definitely. with the Deontay concerns uh, the about injuries. Raiders secondary lost any decent piece all offseason. Mike Williams has like a 5'9 guy covering him this week. He is going to Big go Mike. Crazy. Big Mike is going to go nuts. Remember, this guy was the number one receiver in fantasy the first five weeks before he got hurt. No, I think I he remember. starts fast. I, and they, as long as he stays healthy, he's going to go crazy. I'm all in on Mike. Yeah. Absolutely. I think he was actually number two behind Cooper Cup, but uh, he, uh, was, no, he was way up there because I had them both. Not for the first five weeks. I think Mike Williams actually outscored him, which is crazy. <laughs> All right, we're going to have to check the records on that. We will. Jason Young, Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson, Cortland Sutton, Brandon Cooks. Who do I sit? Woo. I would sit Cooks here. I mean, I love him, Jason. I love them all, but yeah, I'm sitting Cooks. Mm, I'm torn between Cooks and Sutton, but I think I'd probably uh, say Sutton's going to light up the Seahawks. Russ coming out, two touchdowns. Dude, don't, di- don't disrespect Cooks, man. I'm not disrespecting Cooks. I like Cooks a lot. I just think the other three options are so much juicier. With that said, I would probably say Cooks, but yeah. I wouldn't like it. Daniel Allen, pick three wide receivers, full point PPR. JJ, DK, St. Brown. Gabe Davis or uh, Drake London? Definitely. I mean, not. JJ, you don't even have to ask Daniel. Come on, let's ask better questions here. You're, you're two receivers, really. Sitting DK, I'm playing St. Brown, Gabe Davis, and JJ. Yeah, that's an easy one. Yeah. Bulldog 0921. So excited for the season opener. Full yeah. PPR, two in the flex. AJ Dillon, Eli Moore, or Amon Ross St. Brown? I'm going St. Brown. I'm going St. Brown uh, and Dillon. Even though I do like Eli Moore a lot more with Flacco. I still feel much better about Dylan finding the end zone and St. Brown I really like. Oh, I didn't realize he wanted two, uh, yeah. two picks. I also would pick Dylan for my second one. Droid 209, how I miss football season. Michael Carter, Raheem Mostert, Isaiah McKenzie, Mike Davis at Flex. Thanks again, guys. I would go uh, – man, I, I wouldn't play McKenzie tonight. So it comes no, down to that. Like, I, I, as much as he could go off, I'd like to see it first. If it gets to Sunday, like, and nobody else, if Dobbins is out, which I think he is, I think it's Mike Davis. If Dobbins is not out, I probably go Moster and just hope he hits like a high speed gear. Um, so I, I'm saying Davis tentatively based on Dobbins' status. And if he's out, then I go Moster. I don't really want any Jets against the the Ravens, except maybe Eli Moore, who lo- who's loved by Flacco. I don't want the Jets against anybody. I also yeah. would lean towards Mike Davis. Jason Young, uh, JJ, Amon St. Brown, and Davis would be my choice. Oh, he's other guys. Oh, yeah, he's, he's helping to answer right. some other people's questions. Love it. Right. Um, Droid 209, Bengals, Titans, Chargers, Broncos for defense. Uh, hmm. I am going, I think the Titans get I'd the probably Giants. Go Bengals. So I'm probably going, actually, you know, I go oh, Bengals yeah. against Trubisky. Trubisky's going like to turn Bengals. that thing over. I yeah, actually picked I the Bengals up on waivers this week. Too. Yeah. Grind, don't stop. I need a flex start. PPR Hunt or Brandon Ayuk? I like the milk dud. Like them both, but I'm going milk dud Brandon Ayuk, especially PPR wise. <laughs> and again, Should guys, I... that thumbs up does help us continue to grow. If you haven't already, consider subscribing to the channel. We'll be doing this every Thursday, in addition to multiple other shows all week. Please do sub if you haven't already. Please do do the thumbs up. It helps us grow greatly. And if you want a guaranteed answer, because we are getting down to the wire, we have what, 20 minutes to kick off? We'll keep rifling through them, but a super uh... chat. We'll guarantee I think a an few answer. super chats have been coming through, I think, but they're at the bottom and my comments are at the top. Ward Willis just jumping in to say, welcome back, everyone. Hey, Ward, what's up? Thanks for Oh, thank you so much. Of our I, got, I, see, I see a couple super chats here, so I'm going to pull that one up. Yeah, pull that up. E. Mitchell, Gabe Davis, Mike Thomas. It's Gabe Davis for me, 100%. What about you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. you. Sorry you missed those ones. When it's, I I, I don't want to sound like a douchebag. For some reason, the the algorithm doesn't have the, them pop up if they're under like $3 for some reason. 
it will highlight. It's all through scanning them. Um, but that's why we didn't get to it right away. I'm sorry that we missed that one. Um, we'll have to keep scanning for smaller and, ones. Right, because we're at the top of the comments. And so, like, I didn't even see those. I actually just turned on YouTube right. uh, to see the when, feed. That's the only reason I saw it. When the, the big ones come in, it, like, pops it up to the tops for some reason. We don't control that. I have no idea how to change that. But and again, thank you. Thank the you wolf the does not want to sound like a douchebag. But I do. So I want to be clear about that. Thank you. I know I did, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Continue forward. All right. Uh, yeah, I hope you haven't uh, lost your spot because I'm in the wrong spot now. We're right Luke. here. Should I start right. Matthew Luke Stafford Burnett. Dak? I'm going to go Dak here. It's really no. close for me. Stafford. You're going Stafford. I'm going Dak. Yeah. Uh, no. They're no. both both great atmospheres. I, I trust Dak a little bit more, but yeah. Oh, God. Not I'm me, going man. Dak. All right. We're split. Luke, okay. I wish well, we, we we've agreed player. on most things today, so okay. That's we good. have agreed on most. So it's if nice people want to just keep, uh, will want us to just agree, just keep throwing us Allen Robinson and Gabe Davis questions because yeah, we'll always say that. Yeah, yeah. been sucking them off like Cooper Cup or Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Allen Riley, Robinson. hey Sarah, it's great to see you. Uh, half point PPR flex, Marquise Brown, Gabe Davis. Amon, Amon Ross St. Brown or A.J. Dillon starting Jefferson Higgins, Swift, and Javante Williams. you got a good yeah. squad. She's always I'm not pension any of those. Yeah. Sarah Riley always brings the worst questions because they're like so loaded that it's like, oh, I, I don't know. know. They're all so good. They're all going to be good. Uh, I think I like Gabe Davis the most here. What about you? <laughs> I don't think I like Gabe Davis the most. <laughs> I'm I, so, I, oh, I love man. him. He could flop and like make us look like idiots, but I don't think so. I really just love him. You remember him. Uh, the Keenan Allen flop? Well, yeah, but that was injury related, so no, like that. This oh, is much different. I know it's just different. every every now and then we do fall on our face. Gabe Tallin in an early touchdown, and then it's just a matter of does he score twice? Like that's how I feel about it. <sighs> Grind don't stop. No more Bateman talk this year. It's all about Amon Ross yes, St. Brown. Is. Love this player. I'm a hundred percent in on Amon St. Brown too. I have loaded him up on so many teams. Grind, we're aligned a hundred percent. Flex standard scoring: Rodney Davis, uh, Mitchell, Damian Pierce, Etienne, or Juju. I like. I think I like ETN the most here. Standard scoring does make it different, though. Uh, that does make a big difference because ETN is more PPR. I, I lean actually now that it's standard, maybe Mitchell to find the end zone. Like that, that's kind of where I lean. I don't know, and I didn't think I was going to go him. What about I'd probably, you? I think I'd probably lean Pierce. I'm not even bullshitting you. That's a real tough one, Rodney. Uh, anyway, hope that helps. Uh, grind on stop. Which rookie, rookie wide receiver more likely to break out early on? Drake London. I mean, the, the easiest path to targets right away. Or Dubs, if, if fucking Alan Lazard's out. Yeah, maybe I would say Dubs out. might actually have a clearer path. Yeah. We'll see. Jeremiah Moore, I've got Allen and Davis going tonight. Let's go. I That's love so my that man, stack. Stack that thing up, baby. All in one says, is Kittle a no-go? He is probably a no-go. means that way. It does, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, George Kittle's groin is the reason that he's a no-go. The grind, uh, grind don't stop. Better, better season. Cook or Kamara? I like Cook better as long as he's healthy. That's obviously the big risk with him. But if you get 15 games, I mean, he's going to be a monster in this O'Connell scheme. I like Cook better too, but only slightly. I think very they're both going to have really good it's years. Very slight. I love Kamara too. I really do. Prediction for Mike Williams this year. I think he lights it up. Like this could be the year he takes over as the number one ahead of Keenan. Like he really does have that in his range of outcomes. I'm a big Mike Williams guy. Toon says, which side wins this trade? Mooney and Zeke for Pittman. Pro, it obviously always depends on depth. Like if the Pittman side doesn't need Zeke at all, he already has like two to three stacked running backs. Then it's the Pittman side. Like give me Pittman best player in the deal. But overall, like Mooney and Zeke are pretty damn good too. So like I'd probably take Mooney and Zeke unless I really had just amazing depth and wanted to upgrade. Right. Obviously team matters, but I would, 
in a vacuum prefer Moody and Zeke to Pittman. Yeah. Grind on stop feeling confident and cook this year. Hopefully he stays healthy, healthy. Charlie, yo guys. Well What's said. Up, Charlie. Prebs? Great to see you. Prebs. Who finishes his QB one this year? Josh Allen. Like, easy question. <laughs> Herbert's the biggest one to threaten them. Though. Keep tossing us softballs. Kyle Thunberg, uh, uh, tunes, Etienne, Mike Thomas, a Rob Dylan or penny in my flex. Whew, that's a good one. I'm going to go A-Rob, though. I mean, it's A-Rob or Davis all night, isn't it? <laughs> I, I would definitely go A-Rob here. I, I'm not even tempted by any of the other yeah. guys. I mean, I'm intrigued by Mike Thomas. But well, here, here's the real question, Truth. Oh, Davis you Marcos, oh, you're <laughs> Gabe Davis or Allen Robinson, half-point PPR, gun to your head, Wolf Who? I have them literally neck and neck. I go A-Rob. <laughs> How about you? Davis. <laughs> Woo! It's so tough with all this, Caitlin. You just got to trust your, your – But, I mean, I, you know, I, I, it kills me to have to – it's like choosing which one of my kids is my favorite. He's right. I know. They're both our babies. I know. They really are. We've been on these guys so much for so, so long. So much. Daniel Halland, is Burkhead worth holding as a bench player? Probably not. Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, he might catch 40 balls, but, like, it's Burkhead. No, you can do better than that. Jeff Lee, our guy, what's up? Pick one for most points week one flex spot, half-point PPR. Naeem Hines. Ramondre, MVS, Pacheco, Tyler Aguiar, Zamir White. Wow, it's going to be one of the first two. We're I'm getting into the weeds good. here, buddy. I oh, would say so, uh, Ramondre or and, Hines. Unless, unless Lazard's out, then Dubs becomes very interesting. The rest of the guys I don't care about. It comes down to Hines or Ramondre um, or Dubs if, if Lazard's out. I like Hines. I mean, he's facing Houston. I think he gets in the end zone, even though I think Taylor also scores a couple times. Like They're just going to onslaught him. So I kind of like Hines or Ramondre if Montgomery's out. Giuseppe says, I drop Olave for Gallup, PPR. Oh, I love Olave too. Is there anybody else who can drop Giuseppe? Because I really don't want to drop Olave. I really don't, but I also want Gallup. David, hey, Wolf and Truth, are you ready for some football? This baby is ready to kick ass and agrees with the truth that Foreigner is not a legendary band. That's a deep cut. You remember when I brought that up? It was a Thanksgiving Day parade. Foreigner was out there and they kept saying they were legendary and I begged to differ. I do too. I'm with you. And David was on my side then, and he's still on my side. He clearly remembers, and I love that. (laughs) I know. I love that. It it, it really struck a chord with him. Willie G. Massey. What's up, Willie? I picked up Deontay Foreman last night in anticipation of CMC's inevitable injury. The Wolf went all in on CMC. I'm uh, back in on the the train. I'm showing you guys my auction team. We'll save that for another day because we have too many questions, but hell yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's Chuba. I think it's Chuba's actually the, the guy, but no CMC injury. He's staying healthy. He's carrying me to a title. I can't wait. He'll get, I mean, the last two years, he's been injury plagued. Before that, he like literally never got hurt. So uh, we'll he was see the what title happens. Winner. Brandon Chow for Flex. Should I go Cam Akers or Travis? I'm Etienne. going Travis Etienne. Is it guessing who it is? I don't trust Akers right now. I need to see it before I go in. Johnny Nottingham. Hey, Truth, let me know if I can help you out <laughs> with the wide receiver position. These injuries have me worried. <laughs> Talking oh, shit. Johnny. I love it. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, Johnny. Robbie Moreno, Josh Jacobs, or AJ Dillon for my I'm RB2. Going Dillon. Dillon, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, Even though I Kevin- like Moreno's thinking that it's going to be a fantasy feast, it will be. And again, Jacobs, two touchdowns for three straight weeks and multiple week ones, but uh, three straight week ones. But yeah, I'm, I'm going Dillon. I'm big Twin on Twin caliber UK starting Henderson this evening instead of gambling on Dobbins for the weekend. Dynasty life. I don't think that's a yeah. terrible call. I hear where you're coming from. I, it's what you got to do. Even if Dobbins played, like, is he going to get more than 10 touches? Probably not. Magic Mike, should I drop Michael Carter or Ken Walker for Michael Gallup? I, I think so. I think either, honestly. Uh, I would probably drop Carter first, even though he's the starter. I think he has less, like, long tail upside. But I'd rather have Gallup than either. Me too. Yeah. 909 Orbits. We're back, Wolfpack. 
Nice. Hell yeah, 909. Toons wants to know what you're drinking. I'm Treehouse, baby. Saving the best for Thursday night kickoff always. Ward Willis, back for another season. Nice seeing everyone. It's great, great to see you again, Ward. One of our regulars all last year. Love it. Twin Caliber UK, would you start Zach Ertz listed as questionable or Cole Komet? If Ertz plays, it's Ertz. I mean, it's going to be a shootout game. And now that Rondale Moore's out, like they have no one else to throw to. So it's Ertz if he's healthy and he's playing. Uh, if not, then, I mean, Komet's not a bad backup. Ward says Dawson Knox is going to have a monster season. Paid big, obviously, and, and tragic news. Him. Obviously, you know, he lost his brother, which is so awful. That being said, I guess if there's any silver lining, like a lot of times that prompts some huge blow-up seasons, and may, maybe it does. I don't know. Um, maybe he makes the best of a tragic situation in his honor. But, yeah, either way, I'm very high on Knox. So, yeah. And then, uh, then we had three in a row from 69mega.com, oh, encouraging us to have a good that. time and find our love. Yeah. One thing I can promise you is that if you click on that site, you will uh, have your identity stolen. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> Willie G. Massey added Gallup onto my IR last night, too. It sucks to hear other guys in my league making smart decisions because they're, uh, you know, good Very for him, smart though. play. You should have done that already, Truth. Guaranteed that he's trash. I love Johnny it. Johnny, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, we got to get to the questions, but I love it, fucking Johnny. That is unbelievable. Something terrible will happen in the next six weeks. Probably. I don't even know why you're a Falls out of a plane. <laughs> yeah, right. Gabe Davis or Ayuk? It's uh, uh, it's Gabe Davis, 100%. It's Charlie Manilakis reminds everyone, do not play anyone in your flex. Do you know where we got truth? I, I think you got it, right? Yes, All absolutely. Right. Uh, Charlie also says, my most wide receiver heavy team is A-Rob is my four behind Diggs, A.J. Brown, and Sutton. It's too crazy to want to let him fly tonight, right? Uh yeah, I, I actually have all three of those guys ahead of A-Rob. As much as I want to let him fly, I can't do it. Not over those guys. I would probably play him over Sutton, even though I know it's the wrong move. Um, <laughs> Jeremiah Moore, half point PPR. Gibson, Kirk, Pierce, or Tony in the flex? I'm going to go Gibson against the Jags. Yeah. Uh, ML. Ugh, how worried should I be about Kittle season long? I kind of think pretty. I think pretty worried, but grade, you know, I, grade two groin does not sound good. Honestly, I, I I would have a good backup plan. The nation is going to be keeping their eyes on George Kittle's groin. Stephen Grace, well, welcome. What's up? Focus on week one. Full point PPR flex spot. Elijah Mitchell, Gabe Davis, Mike Thomas. Come on, man, you know the Gabe answer. Davis, to this. You know it. You know it. <laughs> Gabe Davis. Wes says I'm starting Gabe Davis over yes. Josh Jacobs. We actually answered that in a super no chat. no crash no crash. We're going gay, baby. Flex PPR from Adam. AJ Green, Singletary, or Damian Harris. That's interesting. Definitely not AJ Green. No. I mean, all these guys being out for the Cardinals actually could be. But I like Harris here. He's he's definitely the the best touchdown bet. I like Harris. Also, one rock. Great to see one rock. Go, Roto Street fam. Let's go. Kyle Phillips might be the slot man in Tennessee. Unguardable. I could see him definitely being a big waiver wire pickup after week one. I like it. A Rob or Sutton? We just actually answered this. I go um, Sutton. I know you go A Rob though, right? I do, but I'm picking with my heart, not my head. Yes, <laughs> but that, that, that's those guys are are both kind of fire. Um, ML says agreed. Wandale is a stud. Texas Hustler says play Burrow over Stafford. I'm pushing I towards do. Burrow. I would probably play Burrow over Stafford. Yeah, I do too. Um, absolutely. Mike Chikowski. Hey, Mike, what's up? Terrible super flex, uh, flex scenario. Wentz, Mac Jones, or Daniel Jones? Do I Ew. snag Mariota off of waivers? I like Mariota better than all three, honestly. Daniel Jones, if you're keeping one of them, would be my preferred play this week. I'm actually very intrigued what the Giants do, so I wouldn't cut Daniel Jones. I'd probably cut Wentz if I'm picking up Mariota. Uh, Daniel Jones versus Mariota is a pretty tough set start for me. Um, 
but yeah, I prefer Mario. To, I mean, Mario over two of those three guys for sure. Mike, how did this happen? By the way, yeah, come on, Mike. I know Mike. By the way, uh, oh nice, Nathan, AJ Dillon, or Allen Robinson is my. Flex. I'm going a Rob. A-Rob. I'm A-Rob. going a Rob there. Matt and Goof. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy. Truth. What do you think? Do I hit a, a quick rapid fire here with like nine minutes to go? I think we're pretty we're we're making really good progress. Okay, it, let's, in let's, two more minutes, I'll do rapid fire to just try to get through everything. Jacob says it's dumb to trade Mike Williams for Chase Edmonds if I have Aaron Jones and Josh Jacobs with Tony Pollard as a backup. I I I prefer Mike Williams. That's tough. I, I would I would stick to Mike Williams there. Me too. Uh, Jacob has Jefferson and Higgins as starting wide receivers. That's not too freaking bad. No, that's pretty damn. Todd sick. Exotic, what's up, Todd? Sup, fellas? I just got out of a meeting. Sorry if this question's already asked. Damian Pierce or AJ Dillon, half point PPR. Great to see you, Todd. And I'm going AJ Dillon there. What about you? Uh, definitely. Same thing. Yeah. I uh, love John- Pierce too, but I'm going AJ. Johnny Lau, the apostrophe brothers, DeAndre and Jamar will win me this league. Let's go. CJ oh, yeah. says, I only see paid comments that are $100 or more. That's a quote <laughs> from the Wolf. But he doesn't want to sound, by like, the others. Yeah, doesn't want to sound like a douchebag. We do, we do have a quick call in. So I'm pulling them in. Oh, it's you got to be fast. What's right. your question, dudes? Hollywood Brown, Gabe Davis, Kareem Hunt, one one wide receiver and a flex. I'm Gabe going. Davis, obviously, at the top. Gabe Davis, and then who are the other two? Hollywood, Hollywood. Kareem Hunt. I'm going Hollywood too, with all these injuries around there and and the potential shootout atmosphere. Gabe and Hollywood tunes, love to see you. Thanks for calling in, brother. Thanks, agree guys. with I agree with that take. Um, all right, Wolf, why don't we go rapid fire? Uh, if I have something to say, I'll, I'll dive in. We don't have tons more. We've made it up to about 8.02. It's 8.13 awesome. now, so I think we'll be able to fly through these. Let's go do it. it. Singletary, Olave, MBS, pick one. I think I'm going MBS in the shootout atmosphere. It's him or Olave. I'm not playing Singletary tonight. I'm pretty nervous about Zach Moss. Bolch. I go MBS on Acres that. for a start tonight, I'm not into it. I, I want to see how he looks. I'm pretty nervous of the Achilles as of right now. Truth who's your starting running backs this week. Uh, Alvin Kamara and uh, oh shit, um, Najee Harris, pretty damn good. That's sexy. Wolf and Truth, we go again. Omar, great to see you. Never left. Let's get tilted. Indeed, pounding these treehouses, eight percent down the gullet. Kirk Cousins, top five QB. No, I'm not calling you crazy. I actually projected him for five thousand yards. I'm all in on Kirk Cousins this year. Dylan Stevenson, Henderson for tunes. Sit one. I'm sitting. Ooh, no, Henderson. that's tough, man. I'm sitting Henderson tonight. I want to see how that backfield looks. I feel better about the other two committees uh, right now. Will be Mahomes leading wide receiver. I, I, as Mahomes said himself, it's going to be so spread out each and every week. It's obviously Kelsey, and then I think Juju's the best of the receivers, but I don't know that he warrants his price tag. Who would you have the rest of the season? Alec Pierce, Christian Watson, or Nico Collins? I love them all. I yeah. sneaky like Alec Pierce a lot down the stretch. What's up, Katie Jagir? Full PPR, sit one. A-Rob Davis, A.J. Dillon, Chase Evans. We got to sit one. I hate to sit any of these guys. Good Lord. I think it's Edmonds or Dillon. It's, I, well, I think it's clearly Edmonds or Dillon, but who are you sitting if you had – because it's clearly one of them. I Full PPR, Edmonds gets a little bit of a bump for the receiving work. So I think yeah. I said Dillon, but, man, Dillon's going to, like, run in two touchdowns. And make I agree. We good. talked about this. The Edmonds-Dillon comp is tough. I I, I really like them both. I kind of think Dillon is going to end up having a better season. We're going like to have a lot of – yeah, that's going to be a common question for the Wolfpack this week because they're both our guys. Like, we like both of those guys a lot in their prices. So 
I, I'm sitting Dylan in full PPR and hoping Edmonds catches at least like five, six balls. But it's tough. That's a really tough call. Johnny says foreigner is clearly legendary. I'm not a huge fan, but Urgent alone puts him at legend status. Agree, <laughs> agree to disagree. I, I'm with you on the non-legendary side for what it's worth. CMC, two teams. Here we go. Let's go, Omar. He's taking us to title town, baby. Hell yeah. Drinking Treehouse. Let's go, West. Let's go. Drinking, drinking the good stuff. Oh, yeah. Kicking it off with a, with a bang. Terrible super flex scenario. Oh, yeah. We already got that yeah, one. Yeah, we already you. got Mike. Um, I, I do like Daniel Jones or Mariota out of those options. I got Aaron and the dude I'm playing got Davis tonight. Oh, boy. I'm facing, oh, by the way, truth to my biggest league in an auction, I've got Cup. I'm, I'm facing Cup, Diggs, and Knox tonight. So I'm just getting ready to grab the ankles. You got the lube right. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing else going either. So it's just a matter of like how bad do they give it to me. Biggest uh, sleeper in fantasy, I really like that day McKenzie. I've said it a few times. Have a good evening. Enjoy the game. Thank you, twins. Uh, a lot will come down to what Diggs and, and uh, Cup do to me tonight. Uh, took Acres, 36 and a half, and Diggs, 66 and a half. I mean, I don't mind 36 and a half for Acres. That's actually not too bad. Yeah, you were like uh, 55 right on the other half, um, right. 66 for Diggs is also a pretty good line there. Acres or Damian Harris? I, I'm going to go Dame. And hopefully I'm going down. Dame too. I'm worried about Acres until I see it. If he comes out and blows up, great. You know you have that the rest of the year. Sucks that he's not in there for you tonight, but I, I'm nervous. I, I truly I feel am. exactly the same way. Can't wait to hear you guys say – uh, we knew we should have known Judy would be a wide receiver one. No fucking way. It's Sutton. He's bombing the league. Judy could have a nice year, but no, not saying that. As this year, you finally make the playoffs in the family league, <laughs> tagging all the cousins to come in and tag. A lot of shade. A lot of shade. Deserve its shame, too. I've been an absolute embarrassment in that league. Uh, Barkley has a great season. Yes, absolutely. I think he has a big season. I do not think Kareem Hunt gets traded this no, year. No, he tried to get traded. They were Man, like, no. I would have loved to see it. Uh, Trey Lance or Matt Stafford? Oh, I'm going to go Stafford tonight. Stafford. Uh, Stafford. Who leads the NFL in rushing this year? It's Taylor. I don't want to be boring, but it's Taylor. He's or Derrick Henry. Uh, or Derrick Henry if he stays healthy, but I'm going Taylor. F it, I'm playing A-Rob over Sutton. I would go Sutton myself, but I get the feeling you want some action tonight, and it's not unjustifiable. I have them within a few spots of each other, but I'm going Sutton myself. I have Sutton in my top. Hey, one rock's going with the truth's advice, but there it's because you you're right, though. It's because he wants the action. I fucking like it. Start Zeke or A.J. Dillon. I'm going A.J. Dillon over Zeke this week. I really am. Let's not forget the Seahawks are in, intimately familiar with Russ's strengths and weaknesses. Maybe, but, like, they're – He's going to light them the fuck up. I, I, I'm pretty confident in that. Rest of season, Godwin or Moore? I like Godwin. I, I've just never been a DJ Moore fan. Not a lot of people will agree me with too. me there. No, I I'm agree Godwin with you. I'm a Godwin guy. Threw Robinson in over Sutton. Oh, boy. And I've never felt more alive. horny for action. Don't do it. Sutton's going to go crazy. But also, I fucking understand it because A-Rob's a Let's monster. Let's fly, Truth. <laughs> Let's fly, fly Charlie. Truth. I love it. And one rock's on the same planet. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I can enjoy you, I mean, it. You, like, would, I, you would do it, too. I'm telling you. If you want it. If, I want to get down to it. You want you want to be pulling for. I tonight. fully get it in this type of atmosphere. I'm all about it. I get it. I fucking get it. I still go Sutton, but man, I, I, I understand. Chase Edmonds going to sc- score any TDs this year? Yeah, absolutely. He's going to score TDs. Yeah, they got rid of Sony, who was like the main threat for him. And if Deontay Johnson's out Sunday, how high do you have Claypool and Pickens ranked? Tough to know, Omar, uh, without doing it. But I think both. So I have Deontay as a top twenty-two receiver, uh, number twenty-two right now. I think both of those guys would slide right around 30, like definitely starters, like, you know, 25 through 30 somewhere. I have like Renfro at 33. I feel like that's kind of the range. I might bump Pickens like right around him. I might put Pickens right around Ayuk at 31, Christian Kirk in that range. That's probably what I'm looking at. It's 819, Wolf. We fucking did it. We got them all for you guys. 
best of luck tonight. Let's enjoy an absolute yeah. barn burner of the game. And hey, what's final score? I, I think it's going to be 35 for the Bills and 30. I don't even know how you get to fucking the, the score I'm even saying. I think it's going to be like 31 35 Bills. All right, I'm going to say 28 24 Rams. I love it. Let's fucking go. Slim, Taylor, and Connor, RB1 of the week. Uh, not Connor, but yeah, go for it. <laughs> you <laughs> I have, have right? Connor, I do, but he's not going to be the RB1, like the best guy of the week. Hey, um, enjoy the show. Omar says it's going to be 38-35. I would love that. Right on pace with me. Enjoy the game, guys. On your way out, if you haven't already, please consider hitting that thumbs up. Please consider subscribing to the channel. Please consider checking out No House Advantage, a great way to play. Tons of overlay. You might be a little too late to get in tonight, but – Every week, it seems like there's tons of guaranteed money and not a lot of people playing. So go check out No House Advantage, a great new app. We're so pumped to be teaming up with them this year. Hope to drive the Wolf Pack over to them. Show them the power of the pack, guys. Consider downloading that app. Uh, Give us a like on the way out, like the Wolf said. Like on the way out, rosaryjournal.com. We breed and feed you wolves by rankings, everything else. All our preseason, all our content for the week one is up there. Go find it there. Thanks again so much for being here. In a world full of sheep, be the wolf. See you Sunday, guys. Enjoy the game. Let's go. See you guys. We used Best to have it all, but now's our curtain call. So hold for the applause. Oh, 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 oh. And wave out to the crowd and take our final bow. Oh, it's our time to go, but at least we stole the show. At least we stole the show. At least we stole the show. We stole the show. At least we stole the show. Straight ahead. Devlin. Second down. Third effort. Touchdown. Oh. That's pretty awesome. That's old fashioned football right there, folks.